It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. And we are live. It is Car Cone Carne. I'm James Van Ossel. And Car Cone Carne is sponsored by our friends at Siren Records McHenry. 3902 Main Street in McHenry. Uh, stuck at home, want to dive into vinyl. This is where you need to start and start bulking up your library, your, your personal record collection. Siren Records, it's in McHenry, 3902. And if you go there, there's every chance you'll find me there. So tonight, I'm joined by two... I. I I dare say visionaries. It is Adrian Stein and Zach Hill, the creators behind the stunning new exhibit, Quantum Mirror. How stunning, I hear you ask. We can see it behind you. It looks like you're beaming in from the Delta Quadrant tonight. We are. We are from the Delta Quadrant of your minds. The the exhibit, Quantum Mirror, is at Artspace 8 at 900 North Michigan. You can go there six days a week. You have to reserve your space in advance. So this is a COVID world we're living in. Guys, I don't know how to explain what the exhibit is. I mean, the uniqueness should be reason enough to check it out. My general sense is it, it challenges our sense of self, and I'll let you kind of explain what Quantum Mirror is. For sure. So Quantum Mirror is a top-to-bottom, ceiling-to-floor uh, infinity room that has 150-plus mirrored surfaces that are reflecting, as you can see around us, a group of screens in the middle of it which we put in there as a metaphor for modern human consciousness and the way that our consciousness has been entangled to the point of non-recognition with technology. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Because we really wanted to bring to the viewer's attention, you know, just this, this idea that we've become cyborgs. That if, if, you know, as Zach said, if you're reading this, it's too late. <laughs> Yeah, the, the future is now. Anybody who's viewing this, if you're viewing it on Facebook or on the internet, that means that your consciousness, your state of humanity is not the same as your ancestors, right? Like, you, you know, like, you wouldn't be able to do your job without a computer, you know, right. with cameras, without these other things. Our, our intelligence and our, our consciousness has been augmented beyond what humanity was in the past. And so that's kind of what we want to visually represent here with these digital bodies that are reflected into infinity with all of these mirrors, but then also having your physical body in the midst of that. This is quite literally escapist entertainment. This is, this is like out of body stuff going on here. I, I, I would disagree. I think that for some people you could consider it escapist, but for me, I, I see it as, as a head on confrontation with, with, with the, well, no, with with like the yes, and also the impending obsolescence of of humanity itself. Truly, truly, I mean, because it won't be that long between before artificial intelligence is embedded into the human brain. I mean, like there are several companies that are in version seven plus of, of this technology, and and I think that really it's just a matter of time. And and you can like traditional humans are already obsolete. If you don't have an iPhone, if you don't have you know, a smartphone or a computer, you already can't compete in most sectors of the American economy. And that trend is only going to continue. And I, I think that this piece confronts that reality. See, it's interesting. You caught me in a rare glass half full moment. 
I am I am that guy who watches every dystopian and apocalyptic movie. So I generally do agree yeah. with you. I, I I'm full on board with what you're saying. So building out this space, fifteen thousand square foot space, geometrically mirrored walls. You've got audio stuff going on too. This seems like a huge undertaking just to build out. Yeah, yeah, it definitely took a, took a part of our lives to make this happen and, and our souls. You'll, you'll see it when you come. But, you know, we, we spent two months of 16-hour days to get this thing uh, up and running. And, and it was a true adventure because the, the piece itself evolved through the process of, of making it. And we did as well. A lot. A lot, yeah. yeah. And so you put it up during this weird pandemic time. Have there... Have, have there been people milling through there? Because I know it's it's a challenging time, and I think seeing it right now, hopefully, will will get more people excited. Yeah, of course. I mean, we we have. Um, I mean, we're not wearing masks right now because we've spent, like, like he said, all day every day together yeah. for the past four months, really. But um, you know, when when the exhibition is open, then you know, masks on, six feet. Yeah. Um, we have. Yeah. We're we're pretty we're very serious about COVID, and, and this is a space where it's definitely possible to to explore this art in a, in a safe fashion absolutely and so the way that we're doing it is by appointment only we have reservations open on the website which is uh, loonystein.com and we're allowing only 10 people in the gallery at a time and only one group inside of the sculpture at a time so people can enjoy it can have ample time to walk around ample space as well um and we like to keep it safe but uh not safe enough for the mind to be fully comfortable. <laughs> we definitely want to uh, to get get a little bit of that dystopian twist in there. Too. Absolutely. So, I mean, essentially, the, the visitors are part of the art. They become part of the exhibition, meaning that no two people's experiences are the same, which I think is really cool. I, I can take from this something different from the person I come there with. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it, and it totally has to do with the depth that you look at the experience as or with you know because it's that i wanted to touch on that kind of escapist mentality when you're walking into a room that's full of mirrors and it looks beautiful and it looks like oh my god this is totally an instagrammable moment but actually that this, this room is about the the blending of your self-perception with a lack thereof you just went mute there we go. Yeah, this past year. Oh, technical difficulties. You're there. We're good. I think. Okay. There we go. Uh, you know, th this past year has been, it's been a challenging year from a mental health perspective. It's been a year of isolation. I, I would imagine for people who spent the majority of the past 12 months sheltering in place, staying at home, seeing themselves projected against this infinite void has to has to strike a real emotional chord with people like getting out of their home for the first time and coming downtown to 900 north it's like i i don't know if if, if my mind was ready for this so so sorry we're, we're getting a little bit of a distortion there in your voice again i think it might take a little second to for the for the voice to come back welcome to see it, welcome to dystopia where the technology is thwarting us we're already past the the tipping point Oh yeah. 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 Way, way past the tipping point. I feel like the point of no return has been passed a so, lot. So what I was saying was the past year has been, it's been a challenging one for mental health. We've been 
sheltering in place. We've been stuck at home. So for people coming to see this exhibit, seeing themselves projected against this infinite void, it's got to strike an emotional chord. I mean, do you, do you guys kind of stand off in, in a corner and watch people react? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's always great to see the reactions because they're totally taken aback. They're just... They can't believe that this space is the size that it is because the the optical clarity is so high and the illusion of space is so vast because there's mirrors in every single surface. And traditionally, the mirror rooms that that have come about in the art world have just walls, not not a ceiling and a floor. And so when you see yourself, I see people almost like stepping in with a little bit of fear like am i going to fall into this place which is which is actually exciting even conceptually because you are kind of meant to sort of fall into this experience right yeah and just to, to build on that there is a moment when you first walk in because the floor and the ceiling are both mirror that uh what when you take your first step it really looks like you're kind of like taking a step literally just into the void like you know that the floor is there but visually you don't um and then, this is the and coolest this is the coolest i swear I, I i don't mean to cut you off zach but i am not even looking at your faces i'm looking through you i'm looking between your heads good. and i'm mesmerized by what's going on behind you Sorry, yeah go ahead. And i think that that's kind of the point and actually to tie into your thing about how everybody's been locked down for so long and they've been having the same routine experiences day in and day out. It's really rewarding to see people come in here and have, you know, like these Instagrammable moments, right? Where they're like, I mean, there have been people who have come in for like full on dressed to the nines. They're here for, yeah. for the photo shoot, yeah. right? And it's really, it's a beautiful moment. Like it's a beautiful human experience and it's a beautiful like uh, display of modern humanity. And actually it's kind of like, oh, uh, what's that artist's name that taped a banana to the wall where like, and the art wasn't the banana on the wall. The art was the performance of the whole world around them. And in the same way, these people who come in for Instagram photo shoots, it's like that where it's like, this piece is about Instagram. It's about Facebook. It's about these online identities that we all have um that are like fractions of your real identity and each one of them is separate and that's what all of these bodies flying around us digitally represent and so it's really rewarding for us kind of almost on a subversive level to see people <laughs> having that experience probably totally unaware of the fact that that they're really living like living evidence of like what this piece speaks to yeah, yeah what this piece is about exactly they're exactly. part of the they're part of the show yeah exactly yeah like we're all actors in, in this in this piece yeah, yeah. And, and and there is something also to the structure of quantum mirror that speaks speaks to that too to its reflectivity and its geometric nature too because let, let yeah, me just yeah, yeah. Uh, pan around here please for a second as you can see there are just it, it is an absolute infinity of <laughs> space that gets created here yeah. So this is a this is the screen one of the screens that is in the middle here. I don't know if it helps to have any here for context, but there's here's the core. Wow. The screen, and then here's the rest of the room. And wow. Yeah. And so wow. the geometry, the geometry of the space is very complex, and that's how you get this kaleidoscopic effect. Mm -hmm. It's not just the the rectangular box that you've seen. We want to continue the conversation beyond like where Yoyo Kusama left it off. 
and uh, and one of the ways that we do that is with with the increased complexity in the geometry. Exactly. This is this is Logan's run level shit going on here. I love this. <laughs> I, I just I, I my jaw is as you're panning around, Zach. I, my jaw is is hanging down during the broadcast because it just this is so I, I've never I have no nothing to contextualize this. I, and the, yeah, and that's that's the thing is that we are in an age where we have we have no context to understand what's going on with humanity right now. Because in, in you know in the industrial age, we could see that very directly as a in, an evolution from the technology before. And in the post-industrial age, we could see that as a direct evolution. But then the things that we have access to now, the massive connectivity and what that does to our self-perception and our perception of each other, we have no foundation to try to understand what that does to our minds. Yeah. And so when we, we design the space specifically to, to give that sense of of just total awe and it, it is truly sublime to be in here. Yeah. As, as we're talking and as you're sharing these thoughts in the background, I am realizing how many different levels this exhibit works on mm -hmm. just, uh, for pure face value. Okay. Mind blowing, but all these little subversive angles you're throwing out, this is a really, a, you're mad geniuses is what you are. This is, <laughs> At least one of them, that <laughs> and or Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so, I, I oh, go ahead, Zach. With this, with this point that that you made of of how how confusing it is to see, because Adrian and I, previous to this piece, had had been making uh, other pieces and and designs and concepts that we wanted to. We had a whole series where we wanted to create work that was only like you could take pictures of it, but it never like you really really have to be there to experience it in person of course you always have to be there it's not ever quite the same but with mirrors we found we did we did an installation briefly at the garfield park conservatory that was like it had like 95 mirrors hanging amongst all of this like jungle foliage with a few lights in there and, and when you took photos almost all of the mirrors disappeared and you could only see the lights and that was what we wanted we wanted it to be subversive we wanted it to be something that like you just couldn't see unless you were there and I think that this achieves that same concept on another level where you can film it and Instagram it all day long, but really the, like, the environment is so confusing that unless you come experience it in person, like, it's just not going to make any sense. Yeah. And to be clear, what we're recording here is a podcast, and I've been recording the podcast direct to video for the past year. If you are listening to the podcast after this recording, stop listening to the podcast, watch the video. <laughs> this is one of those times where ignore the primary distribution method. Go right to the video. Go right to Facebook. Go right to YouTube because this this really needs to be seen to be believed. Yeah, uh, so, that's exactly what we want. <laughs> Thank you. Go to the screen because you can't yeah, avoid it. You plug in, plug into the machine. <laughs> this is the most old man thing I've said on the podcast. I think since it launched seven years ago, but NFT is is a new term to me, a new acronym. Um, I, I became aware of it truly only recently. I, I, Kings of Leon released their new album as, as an NFT, yeah. which uh, yeah, uh, of all, you, you don't think of them as this big digital groundbreaking band, but here we are. Explain what that is and how it relates to this exhibit. Yeah, and so, so I guess as the digital wizard of the project, I'll, I'll take on this question. So NFTs, short for non-fungible tokens. What that means 
is that you're basically leveraging the crypto blockchain to create a contract of ownership for a digital asset, which is the thing that is that has been lacking forever for all digital assets because they're so easy to copy and reproduce. So that allows artists to create this contract of ownership for a digital piece. And what you're buying is that piece along with the contract that says, I own this. And there are only these many contracts for this image. And so that creates and challenges the system of value that we thought of for art, right? It basically creates scarcity in a world that was designed to eliminate scarcity. And so it's, it's this very interesting thing that has been, that has brought on this, this gigantic wave of the, of the distribution of scarcity. And the interesting thing about the structure of quantum mirror is that I initially designed it to be a metaphor for consciousness, but then it became a metaphor for value and originality as well, because you're seeing this central core, which has original, original NFTs as digital animations playing within it, but around the whole environment is an infinity of copies, right? So what Quantum Mirror is doing with light, NFTs have the ability to do through the blockchain. There's one original that can be copied and sold X amount of times defined solely by the user or, or by the seller in this case. And then they are interconnected and networked with each other because that contract contains the information of all of the other ones that are being bought and sold. And so it, it, it's truly this thing that, that challenges not only the perception of the viewer of that singular piece as it reflects, but also the value of the piece that they can buy and then sell from, from the sculpture. I'm glad I asked this question after you explained the exhibit, because with all the groundwork you laid explaining what this is all about, there, there was no way you couldn't use NFTs for this. Exactly. Like it, it fits into the, the overall aesthetic of what this exhibit is. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, I think that, I mean, NFTs have really only been like in the mainstream consciousness for a couple of months. So this is pretty timely, you know, for, for this sculpture to come up. But as far as I'm aware, I don't think that there's another like real world sculpture that is speaking to nfts that's like specifically designed to house and like speak on what an nft is or like commentary like I don't, i'm not aware of any other like physical three-dimensional real world art you can step foot inside of that that speaks on this subject you know so by, by the way adrian you explained that beautifully thank you for for someone who has no no prior knowledge or understanding, you explain that beautifully. I mean, we live in a world where people still aren't sure what podcasts are. So yeah, yeah, right, more, exactly, exactly. Yeah. The more we can do to explain these digital things to the, the universe, the better we'll all be. And well, the I, thing about the thing about art that is inaccessible, and I had a great conversation with my friend Davis McCarty about this. He's like, well, you know, if a child and a grandparent can't enjoy it, then why are you making it? And that's, and that's sort of my, my, the animosity that I grew uh, against the art world when I came out of, of, I went to the Art Institute, so I went to a very traditional mm -hmm. and set in stone art institution. And the thing that disgusted me the most was art that people couldn't understand, art that people couldn't 
absorb like deliberately deliberately yeah. almost and and then to be able to create something that operates on all of these levels that what you know whether or not your your average joe walks into the sculpture and understands these things at those levels it it doesn't really matter to the value of the sculpture the value still has an it still has an intrinsic value as a, as a human experience mm -hmm. right because they are able to appreciate the beauty they're able to take in sort of this magnitude that reflects on their own consciousness. But then the more you sit in it, the more you sit with the emotions, I feel like the deeper you're able to kind of understand and grasp that message. I, everything you guys are doing and saying is exciting. I love this. And if people want to go see Quantum Mirror at Art Space 8, it's on the third floor of 900 North Michigan, Monday through Saturday, uh, 1230 to 530. As you guys mentioned, COVID safety guidelines are in place. And I think Adrian mentioned you can register for free at Looney Stein, Looney like L O O L O O N E Y Stein like Frankenstein. dot com. Yep. Looney Stein. Yeah, that's what I always say. Yeah. Uh -huh. uh, I love this, and it, it seems clear to me, and I'm sure I, I don't want to, you know, push you in a direction you don't want, you don't want to go. But it seems to me like this is something you can take to other big cities. It seems like other markets would welcome this installation with open to the arms. Moon. Yeah, to the moon, baby. <laughs> with diamond hands. I mean, um, for all I know, you're, you're on the moon right now. This and so actually, I designed this sculpture to be road worthy, right? Like for it to be fully flat packed and taken anywhere around the world. And then Zach's input on the design and the fabrication as well just made it made it you know able to travel throughout the world if, if we can when we can when we can i love it i love it uh so i i can't say it many more times or i can but uh, quantum mirror at art space eight third floor of 900 north michigan uh this plan the afternoon around this this looks awesome thank you guys for showing it off i, I really getting the perspective and seeing it uh just mind-blowing Thank you. So Absolutely. Much. Yeah. Thank you. We appreciate your time. Yeah. Yeah. We really, really appreciate it. And uh, would you like one last walk around? Yeah. You want, you want to be the subject of this? You go. This you go. Yeah. Uh, are, you, are you serious? All right. Oh, no. Oh, no. Sorry. Oh, did we lose you? No, I'm here. This oh, is okay. so here cool. So. I mean, for, it looks like this just goes on forever. It's all mirrors. It looks like we're going to be spending the day going on this tour. Look, it just the colors, the visuals are just. Show the doorway. Oh yeah, yeah. So here's the here's the doorway back to reality. Wait, now which pill do you take to go back there? Oh, look at that. Yeah. This is this is truly like walking into this is everything that Tron promised me when I was a kid. Yes. 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 Tron is absolutely like the was like the inspiring force between really between, behind the work that brought us together. Really. Yeah, yeah, I really was. like the ancestor of this project as well. I, the last Tron movie, that, that soundtrack, one of the best soundtracks of the 21st century. We listened to that on repeat building this thing. Oh my god. Rest yes. in peace to Daft Punk. <laughs> for real that, that is one of the best uh guys thank you we'll, we'll come see you no doubt about it this is this is exactly what we need this Can't year wait. absolutely you're what we Sounds need good. yeah all right stay right there i'm going to end the broadcast but stay right there all right <laughs>